Yes. One. Why do you have Because I'm the only one. Who is fierce? Yeah, according to me. My opinion, my thoughts. Why do you? Why do you? You know funny? I didn't actually give myself that name. That was actually my very first Facebook username. And somehow it stuck. No one has ever asked me how I got the name. When did you master the name? I don't think I masked into the name. It was always there. It was actually given to me by a friend because when we were opening up Facebook accounts, uh, I didn't have the time and she wanted to do it that very day. She's called Sandra. So she goes like, it's alright. I'll, I'll open up one for you and then you can change the particulars later. And then somehow, I just never changed the particulars for a minute. And then the next thing I remember, I'm actually using it as my AKA a couple of years much later. Because I was done way, way This was before you, uh, you started doing the whole content. Because your content is fierce. As thinking was because of the Here's the thing with me. Yeah. My introduction to the to, to, to the entertainment scene or basically content creation was was rather different. Because when I started I was on the other side. Because now they say I'm on the offensive. So when I started, I was that girl who was doing Q and A's for different celebrities and you know how because you're like, oh my god, hi. <laughs> when you have to be like super nice to yeah. them and you're like, oh my goodness, how are you? And I guess so your music career like you give to flying dogs. But <laughs> and then now <laughs> don't laugh. And then no, I'm on the exact entire opposite. Ain't it funny? It's well, funny. <laughs> That was your first job as such a My thing. very first job this was... Is like on YouTube? Not on YouTube. I don't know if it's still like... It was MTV. Because my very first time on TV, I was with MTV. Yeah. And that was random. Uh, it was um, Rendezvous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and I did that for, what, two years? And I was super nice. Super, super nice, man. I used oh, to do wow. Q&A. Like, like, when I see them doing now, I'm like, we did that 13, 15 years ago. No, so I was on the other side, and then, yes. yes. Interesting, like, yeah. I now remember you doing that, like, and it's crazy. It's weird, and I was sweet, and I would smile. So this is a daily just business for you, that It's just business, it's, it's business for me, it's uh... How do you transition from being now nice, because it's like a whole character, to being blunt and just... The thing is, you don't get it, like, I'll use the words of the Hulk, you want to know my secret, I'm always angry. Right? That's, I think it's the same thing with me. It's not that I morph into a different being. No. Both of them coexist peacefully, harmoniously. It just depends which one you get on that day. That, that's just it. If, if, if I walk in and there's a whole bunch of BS being thrown about, yeah, BS is going to pop up. If I walk in and the vibe is just a good vibe, then, you know, Tina, Mummy Zion, is going to pop up. She, she, she's, she's a marshmallow. What kind of mother are you? I'm a funky mom, I think. I'm a practical funky mom, but I, I, I like, yeah, practical, yes. Practical. You are uh, handsome. You homeschooling the children? I am very, very handsome. Extremely handsome. My eldest only went to boarding school this year. Yeah. So he's always been home. Uh, my little ones are home all the time. I'm handsome. We do mm -hmm. homework together, we go to school together, I wake them up myself. Literally, I'm with my kids 24-7, so I'm a handsome man, I want to say. 
Okay, now let's talk about the fierce content we have seen, the random thoughts before, the random thoughts, the TV. Do yeah. you feel like, um, much as your content has a big impact? Also, um, when you call out, mostly you're talking about institutions that have failed in the country, the government, and calling it out. Yeah. What type of Uganda are you looking at as the viewers? I, I think I want a Uganda that works for all of us, not just me as an individual, though I told people for it to make sense to you, yeah. you have to first look at it as an individual. I, I wanna I want a country that, that gives to that, that, that cares, you know. I want a country where I know if I get an education I'll get a job. And when I get a job it's gonna have a minimum wage. You know, I wanna know if I can go to a hospital and but they only kind of for a private institution. I can go to a government hospital and still be looked after the same way. I want to know that when I have kids and I take them to school, they're going to give them an education that will enable them to do what exactly I'm doing, get a job. Mm. You know, so it's, it's, it's just pretty much, I want the basics. And that's, that's what pisses me off about my people is that we are asking for the bare minimum. We should be ashamed. Do you think we have a scarcity mindset of not looking at um, just wanting too much because it's also still just a working country, right? You, you can't keep using that nonsense. No, it's, it's not You nonsense. can't keep you using objective Listen, objective yeah. or not, you can't keep using it. 35 years, 36 years, how many years have we been independent as a sovereign nation? Compare that to the nation. Yeah, com compare that, yeah, 50 something. Yeah. And you, you know it's bad when you don't know if it's your independence or if it is NRM because I just gave you 35. Because that's all I know. You see how bad that is? I, I even forget to equate my independence to independence and I'm equating it to a ruling party. That, that there is a shaky situation. But you can't tell me 56 or 50 whatever years, you are still going to keep referring to yourself as an upcoming tiny nation that is trying to grapple with the fact that it's a third world country. Oh, come and you believe uh, by sharing the thoughts you are causing some impact to your By sharing my thoughts, I believe I am trying to play my civic duty. Okay. Not even trying, I am playing my civic duty. It's Listen, it's easy for a campuser not to give two shits about, um, you know, the news. the news and the politics and the economics and you know, the nitty-gritty yeah. that goes into running a whole nation and why the nation is the way it is. It's easy for them to not be bothered until you have babies and then you look at the whole situation and like, wait, I, I, I get back to my kids to fall into this system. It's, it's a system that scares you. As a parent, you want to leave your kids in a system that you know won't fail them deliberately, you know? So then by putting my voice out there, I guess I'm trying to find a level balanced ground where my kids have a fair chance at being good at something, at being, you know, I just basically existing. Okay. You know? Now, uh, besides, of course, that, that impact with your content, yeah. you also probably make some people feel sad in their homes. I've had a few people yeah. that have told me that, oh no, you're in the same space with her and she said this about me and I felt this type of way. But I'm, I also know that to you it's just business. But then, do you ever feel like maybe this person, I could be the reason their mental health is not... Mental? Why? Yeah, because I'm going to say this and I know many of you are going to come for me. I know, but this is very unorthodox. And, it's not called for. Uh, but I feel like society lately is crying wolf. Too much. Too much. 
You'll be so sensitive. You'll be so sensitive. Everything is a touchy situation. But when you sit back in your house by your lonesome, do you honestly think it was that deep? It's never that deep. It's never that deep. Now I'm not. I'm not putting off. No, listen. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, putting yeah. off um, mental health yeah. because I've had my moments. You're you're looking at the people that I talk to, but have you asked yourself how I deal with it? How I deal with the fact that listen. How I deal with the fact that I have to be the one that says this truth to you. It's not easy. It's like having a friend who has very bad Listen, yeah. it's like having a friend who has very bad breath. You love that person to death, but you don't know how to start the conversation. You're feeling like, do you want some gum? Can I get you an Altoid? But imagine, I have to be the one who's like, honey, your breath stinks. You need some gum. So why are you so bland? How is it so easy for you? It's easier to live life that way. Like again, I say, we're too sensitive as a people, and in that sensitivity, we have learned how to, you know, bury our heads in the sand and play pretend that certain situations and emotions should not be brought about. They should be. We should live every moment. Live and let live. Because at the end of the day, if I'm not blunt enough to say what I really feel and how I really think and what my opinion is, then I'm not being true to who I am. Yeah. On account of you, so where's the whole tagline of live your life? Because clearly I'm not living mine if I'm holding back what I think and how I feel. And, and, and I, I would say that about all the sensitive topics that we bring up, the LGBTQ, mental health, all, all these global, you know, hashtags. Do you just say things or you choose to say things when you think they're necessary? See, if I just say things, come on, if you don't think it makes sense. Do you have say things that they come in or you really... You filter your things. You, is there a filter or it's honest truth? Good or not? Oh, let me tell you something. I filter most of the time. What you get is actually filtered. If I really told you what I think, oh. What do you think? Oh. About, about so many things. Let's just say the words that I can't use. You know, so how I really feel, I, the orator in me has to come out of my head from all the madness in there and just say, okay, we're going to say it. <coughs> But we're going to try and say it nice. So what you get is the nice version. Okay. That's just how I think. Because it's a mess up there. <laughs> yeah. You're a woman. What do you think about marriage? Marriage. Scum. But I would still not mind doing it all over again with the right one. Who's the right one? I wouldn't know. What's what you mean? Scum, man. Marriage is a scum. I was there, what? Close to 10 years. <laughs> Uh, I think our biggest problem, why I call it a scum is one, we look at just the word marriage, we don't look at the entity of marriage. What's the entity of marriage? Marriage is not the dress and the ring and the being called Mrs. So-and-so, it's the battles that you have, and the battles and the hurdles that you have to go through living with another human being who is totally from a different mindset than yours and then trying to merge all those ideologies into bringing something beautiful then kids come in and now it's not just marriage you are literally putting forth a people you know so how you raise them how your mental capacity gravitates around particular things affects them that's affecting an entire generation an entire legion of people so it's not just that i am missing so and so to me it's bigger than that and i think that We've altered, we've watered it down a lot, that's why I call it a scam maybe. But if you find the right one who understands you 
and you do the same to them. Who respects you, who gets a person who puts you at ease to be who you are. Because it's very really I think that it's very easy to find the one. But then, it? Yeah, it's, it's easy. Why is this falling out? Why is this falling out? To respect you and do all that. But the time, the individual of that expires. Someone can disrespect you after some time, someone can fall out of love, someone can stop liking you. Someone... Wait, you people still think marriage is love? It must be, there must be some pressure to it to exist, I think. You don't want In the beginning things. it should be love, but if that's what's taking you in the situation, you you got a whole lot of stuff coming in. Again. Why would you? Oh you. Me? Yeah. For companionship? Nobody wants to die alone. Yeah, you have your dogs. Really? Well, y'all want to paint me like I'm this statistic was just so gamble. Like, listen, I don't have a problem with marriage. I believe in it at times. I just don't believe in what it has been watered down to lately. And do you think that's because of a switch of um, equality now that the cars are not really balancing? And um, yeah, because everyone had their roles defined. In the previous times, where that is where we have more chances of successful marriages. That is where we've seen more marriages be successful. Because no. yeah, these people were keeping marriages longer than now. Now we have yes, they were much more divorce. I do not know if it's the light that the news now focuses on that, or it's actually happening. But what is happening? There are, and this is one thing I told a couple of friends of mine. There are actually marriages that are blossoming out there. That's true. So many of them. You only just get to hear about the ones that are failing. But have you asked yourself why are they failing? I don't think it has anything to do with gender equality or the roles or anything. It's individualism. Everybody's out here, like I said, the sensitivity is making people look at situations. I have friends who have been in marriage and they're like, be quiet. And they walk away from it only to go on the other side and they're like, yeah, can't I think of it? I think I won't be married again. You know? It's it's an individual, it's individual really. You can't begin telling me we should press it on. Oh, now everybody feels like we're all equal. We shall never be equal. We need to make peace with that. I keep telling people we have the, we have weird conversations about these things. All the women are equal. All the men need this. Oh, man, it is what it is. We're never going to be able to change so many things. We could sit here and scream as women, oh, we want equality, oh, we want this. But truth be told, if we really got that equality, or we feel like we're running back to being women. I feel like we should stop lying to you. You as a woman, you know, what do you stand for? What are your values? My values, you like to what? And like, <clears throat> how you want your life to know. Like, what do you base on to, to go through a day? Honesty. Because it... Honesty? Honesty, being true and authentic to yourself as a being. Do you carry this in the business as well? Everything. How do you verify what you're saying in your content? Because most of your content, like news and we all can trust Listen, my content is verified under the step that, like the way my YouTube channels go. Random thoughts. So they're just thoughts? These are my thoughts. And when you watch my content, you will see a disclaimer at the beginning. These are my thoughts. They're not meant to alter your thoughts, to give you an opinion. It's just me thinking out loud. Would it be fair if I picked your thoughts to create 
an imagination of who I think you are, person or that is that person different from the actual It's person? your prerogative. Okay. It's entirely your prerogative. It's entirely up to you. Listen, most people wonder why I'm not bothered by what people say about me. And I teach this to my kids every day. Yeah, they don't ever say anything about you. I feel like yeah, they do. They, they, do. Don't really they do. People do. Let me tell you, my thing is, if you, Mark, have an opinion about who I am as a person, as a human being, as a content creator, as anything, guess what? I can't be offended by your opinion. Because at the end of the day, it's your opinion. Because this is what it's you, you give your opinion about that. Yes, yeah? and you decide how you want to use that opinion, but don't be a slave to it. I'm allowed to walk into a room and say, I don't want to eat fish. Yeah. Do you ever get offended about anything like that? No. It's hard to offend. So you don't have emotions? I do have emotions, but I, I, I make peace with understanding that human beings are allowed to have thought process. Human beings are allowed to have opinions. Whether you want to have a rebuttal with them, that's up to you. But they are entitled to that. So if, if you walk in here and you're like, oh my goodness, Dina, you've gained so much weight, I'll be like, that's your opinion. Do I feel I've gained so much weight? It could be yes, it could be no. It don't matter. Because I haven't voiced mine. You voice yours, and it's yours. I can't take it away from you. Would you feel bad if I call you fat? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because Run, I'm talking about that now. You know me, I'm Seriously speaking, like we were walking and some guy. Child, look at that fat mama. Scientifically speaking, I am fat. How is that supposed to offend me? It don't matter whether you call it thick or fat. I am fat. Why would I be offended by a truth, a fact, or an opinion? Like, again, I say, it's your truth, it's your opinion, it's your fact. You're entitled to it. Just I like you're entitled to your... Just like I'm entitled to mine. So that's why, for me, I can come for somebody. And if they come back for me, I feel like I want to be offended by it. I'm not going to really be offended. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give my opinion about what, about what you say. And then most of y'all were like, oh my goodness, she's just being so defensive. No, I let you have your opinion. And now I'm responding to your opinion in regards to my opinion towards your opinion. Now, okay, as someone whose opinion now carries, because your opinion is not just any ordinary opinion, yeah? Your opinion comes with uh, impact. There's okay. a lot of people listening to you. You have uh, a lot of people that probably think that what you're telling them is the absolute truth. Or they they don't probably think yeah. they are entitled to that thought. Yeah, but because because of because of how because of how much power you you acquired, yeah. So you I have it is actual power because look at numbers, um, a little bit more than TV now. Um, you have people that are willing to just listen to you and just go with that and just take whatever you told them as truth. So you can actually start. A terrorist group, if you wanted to, if you're that bad. Look, can I tell you something about that type of influence? Yeah. For me, I wouldn't say it's power. I wouldn't say it's influence. That's why I don't call them fans. I call them a family. Because these are just people who resonate with my thoughts. Like, they've been having the same thoughts. It's like you're walking into a room, and there's just a guy 
who wants to eat bread like you. And then all of you queue up and you're like, we are the bread center. Do you think so most of your thoughts are angry thoughts? Angry? Yeah. <laughs> ah, yo, Ugandans need to understand that being opinionated doesn't necessarily mean you're angry. When I'm angry, in my thoughts, I'll let y'all know I'm angry. I don't hold back. I'll come on my YouTube and I'll be like, yo, I'm mad as hell. I will say, me having an opinion doesn't necessarily mean it's an angry opinion. It's an observation, it is an opinion, and that's how I see it. Now, we've had, uh, we've had cases of you having battles with, uh, I want to call them celebrities, but it's well, I'll call them buttons. We have a celebrity strike down your YouTube. That's a button. Those are squabbles. Another one, think, another one claimed they took you off TV. No, <laughs> I like them. I like them. Uh, okay, uh, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, this approach for things, do you think it's a bit of a. Do you ever feel you're secure enough? Don't you think these people could get extra angry and attack the person you are? Or do you Why just. Why haven't they tried? You're going to try it on your life? Why haven't they? You ask yourself? Yeah. Well, what do you think that Psychologically speaking, when I come for you and I say something about you, mm -hmm. if it's not the truth, you are not bothered. Very bothered. If I came here and I said, Oh, yeah, one Yeah, no, that's your thing. Right. But so, it's not We've seen um, always arrest. Maybe my reputation, someone there, that, okay. the 20,000 people that listen to you will probably think. Yeah, and then that I was what feeling insecure about that is what when I walked believe. into them. That is what they chose to believe. Uh, I it's free to will. On, on Tasker conversation. It's free will. And they were asking him about Genamanyanja and all these things that are really relevant. But one thing I picked from his energy when he was answering was like, you the media have put this out there and it has affected who I am. It has affected my parenting, not only because they say this. So this is... An, Listen, listen. He let it play out. You want to come for the media and say that we do these things, but you actually let us play these scenarios out because they bloody help you. They hope your numbers grow. They well, hope you stay is. relevant. Do not buy into the thought that an artist is not going to come and clarify on something. Mm -hmm. Do not buy into that. If it is something that damages their brand, their product or anything, they will come out and put a stop to it. Maybe but these people, no, these people, these people, Play into the scenarios. Ever ask yourself why scoop on scoop was on air for seven years? If you kept saying it was so so bad, it was they bad needed it. Listen, they need it. They need it. It's a two way. 
It's a two-way. If you come out and say something about me that I know is not right and does not sit right with me, I'm going to stand up for me. Whether I have money or not, but you see these artists, things come out, they just pepper them on top and they're like, you ask, back in the day when Chameleon was asked about that stuff, do you know how he used to shrug it off? Like, everyone has a too. You have not clarified. You can neither confirm or deny these allegations. So you just wanted to be in a space. So yeah, it's in, it's in that gray area. So, so guess what? That gray area has different variables. It has the people who are going to believe in it. It has the people who are going to be like, it's no big deal. And it has the people who are like, well, you never know. That's it. That's just how it goes. I, I hate how people play this whole card of like media, media. No, you never into movie corner. You do these things. So at the end of the day, we need to find a space where we can coexist and let all our opinions sit pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I've actually looked at it through this perspective. It is. They do it. I mean, when I was working on TV, someone would call you blatantly. What's up? How are you? Usually for me, they would reach out to my producer and they're like, Twina Kanoka story. They're like, Yes, but you see, we have a new song that's coming out next year, so we need the, you know, so that's why you see celebrities, especially now that you've done it used to happen well abroad back in the day when there were the hip hop people. No, for someone who trades honesty as something you really try to solve in, yeah? Don't you feel like this is manipulation and you're playing a big part? How am I Because you are one of the biggest people who actually trick our stories. Exactly, and listen, and listen, listen, I'm not manipulating you. My show, its synopsis was clear. I critique what you have done. You are here, what you have done. I'm not just going to come out of nowhere and, yeah. and just say some shit about you. Yeah. I wait for something you have done and I give my opinion and critique best upon what you have done. Now, whether it's biased, honest, truthful or not, it really don't matter at that point. What, what matters in that moment is that you have to give me something first. I have to work with something mm. in order for me to, to drive it into a particular you know, street. So these artists, these celebrities, these socialites, they like to create these scenarios. These scenarios. Yeah. They live off of them. They adore them. They don't mind the fact that they will read something about it and go like, oh, they're talking about me. Because at the end of the day, like you said, it's a numbers game. And everybody wants the numbers. So is that famous saying in the media? Good news or bad news is always good publicity. There's no bad publicity. There's no bad publicity ever. Do you think that's a good thing? That people have to do bad things just. That's up to them. What I think about it don't even matter. Also, you have been on TV and probably radio. Yeah, I was on radio. What radio? I was on Hot 100. I did a scene Capital FM. I tried what do you think on Hot 100? I used to be a fan. Oh, wow, I was doing, I first did the morning show with yeah, Kahuna. So I, had your voice and I, was, yeah. I did with Kahuna and then I used to do the mid-morning show and I had a Saturday show. Kahuna. Yeah, I've, I've done my time in this industry now. I definitely have. What do you think about the future of Kahuna's creation now? Um, like, 
good perspective on the issue. I'm excited. I'm excited. Media, TV, people, do you think people are really switching away from it? Because radio again is a whole lie, yeah? I just recently found out from... Uh, it's a whole lie? Yeah, that's... That even the stories they make up. That's mm -hmm. almost many Arab day. Like, mm -hmm. none of that shit is real. It's just something. I think my favorite shit. thing about radio is. It's so scary because some people are so attached to some of this bullshit. But guess what? Listen, every scenario that is around you is something people have made up. In this life, I need for you to live your life knowing that. That for yeah. every situation you see, there is manipulation behind it. If it's on the if it's on the mainstream and we're all getting access to it, mm. or there's some manipulation somewhere, at some point it's there. And I remember back in the mornings when we would want um, those morning letters on radio. Yeah, the morning letters. Yes. My girlfriend did this. Ash would come at the morning at Barua, and you and Casey done it like so. What scenario are we playing at now? I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I watch this and see. We let's write this down. Then we first throw it, then you guys call in and you give your opinions and we're like <laughs> Okay <laughs> Man, everything is staged And that's why for me I refuse to be scripted Yeah I refuse to be Given a narrative I, I refuse to This is why you eventually have to leave because Yes At some point you have to get scripted because TV is scripted I mean Here's the thing, not really. Yeah. Uh, when I agreed to do school, it's because it fit my character so perfectly. Sure. It wasn't given character per se, it was who I am. I ain't afraid to tell somebody when they done messed up. It's just who I am. Right? So it was easy for me to, you know, sink in. But <laughs> my thing with TV and radio now is that it's not just scripted it's to the highest bidder which stifles your genuine creativity because if somebody tells you this is the only path you can take and you always stay on that path i feel like that's stifling for me as a creator i want to run free and i'm not i don't consider myself a creator like all of you mm. i i consider my mind to be the creative space that and my mouth is where I let off whatever is in my creative space. I sit in my head. That's where I create. That's where I... Most people be like, incentive content creator. But I do this and do... No, me. I'll just sit there and think about situations. That's my content. Mm. You know, and I use my mouth as the stage to say that. So uh, when you look at TV and radio, when they begin to tell you, ah, oh, you can't say Oh no, you can't say that. But I'm like, there's somebody out there who wants to hear that. And why do you keep lying to these people? I don't want to be responsible for the narrative that hoodwinked an entire people yeah. into some submission or some issue in this thing called life. Nah, it's like a curtain. We all come in, we all play our part with our need. So I decided. You know, I'll do it my own way, my terms, in a space where I can say what I want to say. Do you think that there can be someone else to do what you're doing? Sorry? Do you think that there can be someone else to do exactly what you're doing? Probably. They're, they've been there before me. They're, they'll be there after me. There's some in the moment as we speak. Like who? who, who I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, but I believe there's somebody out there. Did you have competition on TV? 
my competition has always been myself. My biggest critique is myself. I can't pit myself against anybody because it will be like judging the fish on its ability to climb the tree. Um, you you have chicken horn now about 10 years. Yeah. Do they ever feel like money can be taken up in a room anytime? Do they have that? Have you had we've that had, conversation? We've had those conversations with my kid, not kids, because yeah, uh, yeah. I can't. I can't um I can't begin telling my seven year old the whole shebang, but she understands politics. She does. She's yes. actually smart. She was during the elections I wanted them to understand what exactly was going on. So, so I broke it down for them, you know? And they actually did sleep election night. They waited for the whole count. And they weren't even with me. Mm. But they they call, they kept calling. They're like, ooh, 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 this is happening. And I, it felt good because I think it's good for us to teach our children about the politics of their country at a tender age. Maybe they'll give a hoot more than we did. Because yeah. for us, we just now we give a hoot now because it's affecting us. Like, oh my goodness, the only meaning more than we are like, politics. But imagine if our parents had taught us from the grassroots about what governance really is. You know, political literacy is something we need to teach our kids from a tender age, just like financial literacy. There's so many things we need to teach our children. As parents, we like to just shelter them. No. So for you, you're raising your children in this one? Yes, or I'm raising them where the, I feel like they have to be involved. I'm raising them in a way where I want them to know that they are responsible for the type of nation that they're living in. Their contribution is big. How big do you imagine a child's contribution in a country that's militarized? The child is the populace. You are the populace. You were once the child. That's how big. So how do you want them to be involved? To like one day stand for elected position? If that's what they want, I wouldn't go against it. Do I you want support. to stand for elected position as a man? Because of one, you've gained the influence. You never. Have I'm it. never going to join, join active politics. Why? I've said this. If you want impact, for the only way you're going to get impact is. I believe. What are you saying, impact? The fact that I have numbers that follow me and the numbers... Yeah, you actually really good. No, that means that's my impact. Like I say, it's civic duty. I have... Politics is a dirty girl. Okay. For a person who wants to stay as clean as I can and as honest as they can be, especially in the governance of a nation, because I know what it means when we are all not honest, I wouldn't want to be a part of a system that is going to without even knowing change me. So I would rather stand on the sidelines and say, hey, 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 that one is going to the left, pull them back. No, somebody needs to keep telling these people where they're going wrong. Doesn't mean that I have to be in active politics, but if my children got up one day and they say they wanted to join active politics, I'll be the proudest mother ever. Not surprised. I want to turn you against this government. I do not have a price. Everyone has a price. I don't. And we have seen it in the past where the government gets if people I, like you that are paying. If I had a price, don't you think I would have been paid up by now? Have you been with a price? Yes or no? <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> I want you to tell me. Yes, I have. And you have price. religiously turned them off. Yes. I tell you something, they keep saying, I want my freedom, I want my freedom, your freedom ain't free, but you decide. 
you decide whether you want to give the freedom of Christ. I want to be able to criticize something wrong without saying, shit, I fucking paid me for that. I can't say that. Then I lose the concept of who I truly am as a being. And, and this serves you a lot. You're your personal self. You, you're comfortable. You're Y'all keep saying things about mental health. My mental health lies in the fact that I can't say the truth. Unapologetically. That's where my life is. Are you single, huh? Yes, sir. How? Hey, people, ready? <laughs> oh, yes. Why am I a single mom? I had a dead baby father. After now. I ain't ashamed of that. It didn't work out. I'm proud I had these babies. Keep it moving. I can't be mad because these are decisions that I equally make. So you should I'm not going to have a father figure in the life. They will have a father figure when it's the right time. And if the right one does it for themselves. But that don't mean I can't be a father figure to them. I have raised my kids openly where I'll have my male friends involved. I'm like, hey yo, y'all need to come and talk to the boys about this. Right? And my, my, my friends have been the most supportive. I can't say my kids don't have other figures. They have had a truck in them. You know, they'll have people who they can talk about to video games. They have people they can talk about, girlfriends mm. and crushes and all of that. But here's the most interesting part. Me and my kids are different. We talk about everything. Everything. We could be in dinner and the sex talk will break up. And nobody will feel offended. Of course, my teenager is not starting to get a certain type of way about certain yeah, conversations. Yeah. But from when he was, I think, about six, seven, I mildly eased him into it. And then my nine-year-old, we're easing into it. How is this like to be a single mother? Is it hard, like all the stories we read about people who write about single mothers? <laughs> Apart from the financial aspect of it, it's actually... If you really, really love, if, not if you really love, because every mother loves their child. It's actually a bomb thing to do. It's, it's, it's okay. How did you have the energy raising children yourself and then having to do the business? What keeps you going? What's, what brings them. You? My kids are the only thing that keeps me going. Without them, there's no continuation. It's period. End. Stop. No conversation. It's them. And, yo, listen. Most people want to paint the picture of being a single mother it means you, 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 your heart, you're broken, you're damaged, or you're angry. I am the least angry person because, let's face it, it takes two to tell right? You had them babies with somebody. If he has bailed out, your obligation is to step up. Because like a chicken, you want... you know, if you want chicken. Yeah, your obligation is to step up. You have no option but to step up because you brought these kids onto this earth and you finna do right by them. So I wouldn't ever be mad at that. Do I want their fathers to be involved in their lives? Hell yeah. Everybody wants that. But if it's not on the table, you can't be mad. Anything about China? What's wrong with China? As a superpower, you want to try and make me look stupid, don't you? No. Are we all going to But you want to say about a lot of stuff. Like, okay. What's we important? both know I know so much. I just don't want to take it there. What do you mean what I think about China? Ain't nothing to think about China. My 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 issues, and this is what <laughs> this is where I'm going to sound real blonde. 
but you all have to take it. Even the smart ones have blown moments. My issue with Africa is we take the time out to decipher the problems of the Western. The Let's East. talk about Africa. You know, Let's talk about Africa. But no, they're taking us all our They do, they do, but listen. If we're going to talk about China, can we please talk about China in regards to us? Yeah, exactly. That's you a, know, it's a conversation I wanted to talk about. The Russia, Ukraine, yeah. affecting our food. If yeah. it's affecting us, then okay, okay. Directly affecting And can you use your influence sometimes to divert to away from um, the normal things that happen around here and then really paint the picture on big things? On a big like scale? On a big scale. Don't stress these Africans. They're just thinking about where their next meal is going to come from, if they'll be able to pay the rent, if their kids will go to a decent school, and if they'll have a meal tomorrow, and most importantly, when I die, is it a, is, can they afford my funeral? Let's just play. Are you glad for a funeral? I want to be cremated. Do you fear death? Everybody fears death, but I'm starting to make peace with it. I'm starting to make peace with it. I suffer from um, medical anxiety. So you should know how that is for a person going through. Um, my, my medical anxiety popped up when I had my very first child. I never knew I even had it. I used to just get this panic attacks. I'll just consume something in my mind. I'm like, oh my goodness, he's not breathing right. And I'll freak out, you know? So imagine a person with medical anxiety going through a pandemic for two years. Those are things nobody you asks. Know, you know. in the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the pandemic, it was at the height of the pandemic. And it was and how is that for you? But this was, was also bomb. The, yeah. It was bomb. It was a rise of uh, the random thoughts. Yeah, this was a rise of me independently celebrating more I as a person, you know. Best time of my life, I think. So then you have on TV or more, and you still. Uh, do you what what do you think is that contribution TV has given you or maybe as a man to your life? Or was it also like do you ever feel like Oh apart apart from that connection is a network? Apart from the big family that it gave me, I wouldn't say much. It fed the kids, educated the kids while it did, put food on the table. That's all that's all it did for me, like any other person's job. Yeah. The only extraordinary thing I got from it is that it gave me a huge ass family. And that's what you can now carry on. And that family stayed loyal, true and loyal. I left with it. That's why I can't call them fans, because if they were fans, I would just start gunning them. After I left TV, it would be like a slow rise again. But they moved. What is it like to, to have all those eyeballs on you when you move through the road? It's pretty normal. Is it normal? It's actually funny. I'll be walking around thinking, oh, these people all hate me. <laughs> and then you, you, you are at the restaurant just trying to get something to eat and someone goes like, yo, I love your work. What do you do? I'm like, hi. It's kind of awkward because naturally I am awkward socially. I don't know how to deal with People. Have you suffered um, a harassment at work as a female? Because you don't know that you're free as a <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's not possible. But it just can't happen to you. It can't happen to anybody. Sure. Yeah. But. How did you survive? I'm going to speak for. I'm, I've always been this outspoken. If I don't like something, I'm not the type who's going to cry wolf. 
I'm going to HR. I'm do no, I'm doing it right there, right there. Like, that's just how it is. I don't like it. I don't like it. Then if you bring it back again when I said I don't like it, then we're going to escalate. We're going to escalate, definitely. But I do know it happens to different people. That's why I can tell the people, learn how to speak up for yourself. The brutal bit of you from the inside, they don't have it. Mm. Learn how to use it. It helps. Especially to my female gender. Yeah. The only reason they look at you at times is helpless. You know, powerless. Because you have a gender myself, the simple fact that you are not. Like, yeah, you may look like that, but hey, guess what? I'm not. Be bold enough to own up to who you are. What are the most, what are your favorite scenes on the political celebrities in Uganda? So we can take it back from like 2001. My favorite? Yeah, I'll never like. remember them, you know why? Because yeah. I go through so many of them in a day. I would shoot, Worst experience? I would shoot scoop at 10 a.m. in the morning, and I swear at midday. If you ask me one story, I run, I'd be like, There's too many. There's too many. I think. How did you detach away from from the emotions, from everything, and just make it just business and just come and say, "Go for me, like I live." How do I detach? Like again, I say, for me, my opinion is my opinion, and like and you just treat it as that. And treat it as that. It's my opinion. Because everyone else has their own. Because everybody's entitled to one. I'm not going to put so much into it. Because I, mean, I, I feel like my mental space, like I said earlier, is clear and a perfect zen when I say what is on my mind. When I say it, I'm good. I don't say it, I catch myself playing like you, who's. And I'm having those conversations between me, myself, and I. And then the mental space is now divided, like, ah, what's going on? Yeah, so. It's going to like what is usually the closing thing. What legacy are you trying to leave behind? If you die today, good. If I die today, yeah. I want to leave a legacy behind of the people that were not afraid to ask for what they wanted and what they needed. Say that again? Unapologetically. You want to leave a legacy of people? A people. But? That were able to say what they wanted, when they needed it, and how they wanted it. Unapologetically. Because at the end of the day, six feet under, we all go, right? So, be authentically who you are. Like what you like. Hey, God believes in you. God, what? That, he definitely does. <laughs> Ninja made me. You all keep saying, Mukama Jakub, I used to remember Bonya's people, be like, Mukama Jakub. I'm like, Mukama, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. Even a higher being. Can't say I'm atheist, but I don't believe in religion. Because I took the time out. What line are you Are you letting them find out this? They are open book. That's not my place for them to do. What informs your perspective on life? Do you read? I read. I read, I watch, I I have a weird knack for finding interest in the most weird things. So yeah, I have a constant ad for knowledge. Maybe time for That's just what I am. Curiosity. Oh no. Don't ask me about my dating life. That shit sucks. Nice. <laughs>
They asked, they asked Camillion about that shit. Uh -huh. They also asked Camillion about. What was this thing about? But it's okay. You yeah. asked him about falling off the flat. Why are you asking him about that stuff? Like, I think it's the idea. There's so much about. And he was right, you know, there's so much Camillion has achieved. To be Camillion is not so easy. Yeah. So why did you ask him about that? Yeah, because, because, no, listen, I think because. We have what we call, they call it here, like journalism or whatever, but uh, me and Bush call it lazy journalism, especially in my country. Nobody in the media fraternity wants to take the time out to question the right questions, you know, or to question particular things in the right way, or to find intrigue in what we are not asking. Because you will know how a Ugandan interview goes from the first question. To the last question, for every celebrity. To the part where I should have to take around the country. Because that's how all the interviews end. Yeah. How? Somehow. Why are they doing from the country? I wouldn't know if I'm, I wouldn't know I'd meet me bimbo's airheads. <laughs> we don't, you know. I find them overbearing. I, but you see, the you one, every, the everyone one, has socialized as a bimbo. Listen, do you have a question how they get where they get there? Because I know. Listen, no, no, how do socialites? That's a big. That one. is something that I'm not going to talk about because if I were to ex if I were to tell you how the ish these people out here do it, you'll be saying, "T, you are sour grape." All right. Because every time I have said these things out loud, people come like, oh, that's bullying. Or you're, you're, you're just being Do you hated. feel like a bully? Because, yeah, the bully I'm not a bully. You, you just have to work on your sensitivity. Now, this is how bullying works in school. Mm -hmm. Yeah? I would interview one. Uh, let's say Peter Gray mm -hmm. would, uh, would tease me about my shoes. Mm -hmm. And this is what you do. You teach people about their shoes. They don't. So put on bad shoes no. at the stage. This is what I told my kids about bullies. Say so you walk into class, same scenario, kids, yeah. and my kids are now comfortable with it. Yeah. And you say, "Oh, your shoes are bad." I told my kids to ask themselves, "Do you think your shoes are bad?" No. Do you like your shoes? Yes. Chima, must you keep it moving? So my kids can never really be bullied. Because whatever you come up to them, they're going to be like, look here, I, individually, know my shoes are ball. But your opinion, you are entitled to it. I've taught my kids how to accept people's opinions. That's what you think. Go with it. Run away with it. Hey, you're ugly. You're like, oh, well, it is what it is. You think I'm ugly. Run with that. It helps you sleep better at night. Good. It's your opinion. Okay. You're entitled to it. It has no way. It's, it's, it's just like people who go in and they're like, ooh, you're, you're, call a girl loose. That's your opinion. Alright, Gina, last question on the you go off mm -hmm. the podcast. Tell me about your relationship with both your big business relationship. In regards to content creation and yeah. you coming up as, as the brand, because he was managing you, he's like, yeah. Well, the thing with me, I met Bush six, no, six or seven years ago. I just walked into his office and I actually met him after I had got the job. Like he said the story last time. He was yeah. like, you know, my, his producers were looking for someone to fill in for Mary. 
I came in and did a screen test. The producers are like, we like her. Hugo put her on air. I'd never met him ever. They put me on air before I met her. Boss. And I was on air for like, I think a week. But after the week, I meet him and like, what up, what up? But then, again, my kids are Jopadola, he's Jopadola, and their father used to live in Entebbe for a while, so he knew Bush's wife, and they shared a mutual friend. So I remember the very first time I met him again in the talk, he says, hi, hi. Literally, I know that a couple of years into this, he would be my boss. And then I joined New Vision, and we, we kicked that. I, we kicked that. And um, till when I left, he tried to fight all my buttons for me legally because he understood what type of person I was and the content that I was putting up. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, even when I left, there was never bad blood between the two of us, regardless of him being my boss. We still kicked it. I actually would say we got better. When you when, when normal yes, exactly. When we could just, you know, beat our yeah. heads like creatives and like, hey, there's this, you want to get this, or there's this, you want to get that. And most rewarding relationship, if you ask me, he is, his mind is a treasure trove. When it comes to content creation, he has, he is limitless. And he is the type of person you want to be around, especially if you are in the creative arts. Because he bounced back, you know, all the time. You get one thing and you're like, okay, this is the concept, and he'll get six other concepts out of it. That's genius. Yeah. And it's hard to meet people like that. Okay. Um, I thought you the last question. Lord. Do you feel the vision group misses you? Do you think your impact is missed? When you are I don't want, listen, I don't want to assume importance, that's just wrong, but again, my opinion. I remember there was a time someone sends me tiny, uh, or it's like a screenshot, one of those surveys that they do to find out where like, the TV is headed, and yeah. the biggest person that the big numbers were asking for what happened with me. It is kind of beautiful to feel like they they saw you on air. When you go on Twitter or you go on any of these platforms and you keep receiving messages like, damn, we miss you on TV. Because like, you know on TV it was regular. Mm. It was like catch a death with Tina every night. You know? Yeah, so do I feel like my impact is missed? Hell yeah, I will not downplay myself. I will not. I will blow my trumpet a little bit. I did. I did good. When it comes to entertainment, I don't know about people who I was talking about, that's on them, but when it comes to entertaining the masses and educating the masses and being honest with what I see out here and waking them up, I played my position. No, okay. That's satisfactory. I promise you, is the last question. <laughs> One of my friends is an artist. She's a female artist. Yeah. She's just come on. She also listens to this podcast. Okay. I told her, you know, I'm in a podcast today. She's going to watch the podcast. Uh-huh. Her name is First Day and I say something to her. What should I say? Anything. What would you say to First Day? I don't have anything to say about her. She's a celebrity. Not in my world, like I said. Listen, in my world. Okay, like she's not my friend. Listen, in my world, I decide who's celebrity and who's not. If I deliberately get up here and I tell myself. As a singer. 
Okay, she doesn't sing. Let's cut that out. As someone who is on stage. What status? Because in my house, she's not insistent. Like, I can say you're not here. And I'll believe you. <laughs> 